Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled Complexity of Human Nature and Why Communication is So Important. We'll discuss why human nature and understanding the other person or somebody is so complex because of all the assumptions, predictions, perceptions, beliefs, awareness, and thoughts that we accumulate based on our past experiences and circumstances. We'll discuss how communication and collaboration is the way through this complexity and will enable us to develop and accumulate powerful, deep meaning connection in life. So focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to today's show. I hope everyone's having an amazing day. And I'm just recording on a weekend in September. September has begun and that means fall is here, which kind of means the end of summer. And honestly, this summer has been unreal. Even with COVID and everything that's been going on, I've really had some amazing moments and, and awesome memories. And last weekend, we went out to the flyout cabin, secluded cabin in the middle of nowhere with Jess and her stepdad and her mom. And we flew out in his float plane and landed there and stayed stayed for for four days, four nights, and uh, it was it was truly, truly incredible. And that kind of prompted my this podcast episode today, which is titled Complexity of Human Nature and Why Communication is So Important. And it kind of prompted this title and today's episode because we had such deep connection. We shared in so many laugh laughter moments and and just enjoyed ourselves but at the same time had really deep connecting meaningful conversations that really enabled us to get to know each other on a deeper level and 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 really connect and kind of made that complexity of human nature more simplistic and we really understood each other more after this weekend and, and I believe that communication was a massive part of it. So complexity of human nature. It's so complex and we, it's difficult to understand each other because there's, everyone has their own assumptions, predictions, perceptions, beliefs, their own awareness and self-awareness or lack thereof. And everyone has different thoughts than one another. And this really clouds and, and makes understanding each other a bit more mucky and a bit more difficult because we view the world a certain way and everyone else views their world a certain way. And that makes it really difficult to understand one another at times and it can become frustrating. And all these assumptions, predictions, perceptions, beliefs, awareness and thoughts get built from life's events, particular unique events to an individual. And sometimes it's hard to understand another person's view because there's too much unknown data to sift through 
to understand why they view something, you know, and, and, and to understand them, we need to hear what they're experiencing, what their assumptions, predictions, perceptions, beliefs, awareness, thoughts are. And that takes the ability to articulate that. And sometimes it's very difficult and therefore leads to this complexity of not understanding each other. So the general goal is we're striving to improve our ability to understand ourselves enough to be able to articulate this to loved ones, partners, friends, coworkers, anyone important in our life. So that's the goal behind all this, because if we don't even understand ourselves enough, there's no way we can articulate it. We can't get that out. So, so let's dive in a little bit deeper. Human nature. Human nature is the general psychological characteristics that tend to naturally make us think, feel, and act in similar manners in regards to what we've experienced in the past. So this doesn't mean we're all going to act the same. We're all going to think, feel, and act the same. But it means that something's going to happen in our past or we've we've experienced a circumstance or event in our life and we build these beliefs we build a perception that's how we view the world so we all kind of do the same we we take in the same steps we do the same process we're gonna we're gonna see an event and we're it's gonna have a different meaning than someone else but that's kind of how our psyche is built we experience something we we pull um, from that experience and we create beliefs, we, we create perceptions, assumptions that if this event happens again, this is how I'll feel or this is the meaning that it brings. And we all kind of follow those guidelines. And we've evolved to respond this way. And it got passed down generation to generation. It usually goes undisturbed because of the complications and efforts to understand what's going on. Like it's a lot of work and it's a lot, you know, why do I feel this way because of this? And why does this event tend to make me feel this way? You know, that's more work. That's more effort for us to go through to, to understand what's going on. But we all process things in a similar manner. Circumstances happen. We gather information then build a perception, belief, thoughts, awareness about it. But unfortunately, many times this complexity of human nature can cause many undesirable results. And I'm going, to ref I'm going to cover some undesirable results, mainly referring to relationships. Relationships of any kind, like I said, could be a partnership, a loved one, a co-worker, somebody important in your life. So I've kind of broken down six kind of main categories that can have a negative effect in relationships. So when we don't sift through this complexity and just go with it and not take the time to understand and communicate through it, it can lead to one surface level connections, unable to go deep in a relationship and just talk above the surface level, not going deep, not fully understanding. Number two, it can lead to frustrations. Number three, it can lead to loneliness or not being heard or understood. Number four, it can lead to self-absorption. Number five, it can lead to com competition of needing to be right. And this actually I found interesting. And after doing some research on, and I'm speaking to myself here because I, <laughs> I, I, especially in the past needed to be right. You know, my, my opinion needed to be right. 
And this stems from um, the fear of death. It goes all the way back to the fear of death uh, and not knowing because back in the day, um, we, we kind of evolved this way. If we don't know, then what else don't we know? And back way back in the day when our, when our ancestors were living without probably houses and being hunter-gatherers, if they didn't know something, they were probably going to die. They wouldn't know how to survive. They wouldn't know how to hunt and they would, they would die. And our brains evolved with this, this knowledge passing on to us. You know, if you don't know, you're in trouble. So that's why there's a lot of the times we're, we're very scared and very defensive and need to be right. Uh, and number six can lead to regularly having unfair expectations. So always expecting something, but you know, in reality, it's an unfair expectation. And I speak on all of these six because of my knowing and wisdom from experiencing all of these and acting on all of these undesirable results. And I've also got confirmation from literature and podcasts to, to back me up on all this. But I truly believe before we can improve in any aspect in life, no matter what it is, we must first know ourselves on a deep level. And I definitely did not know myself on a deep, deep level. And I'm still all the time working to improve that knowing and, and improve my relationship with myself and fully understand me because I can't show up good for other people and I can't thrive in life and, and live a, a meaningful life to me unless I truly know myself. So like I said, I have wisdom behind those six undesirable results because I've been there and I currently struggle through some as well. I am not perfect, but I, what I do have is the drive and the want to improve and get better on all these things. So I'll explain how I, I witnessed and experienced these undesirable results in my life. So I had many surface level connections, whether it was with friends and in particular in my relationships. My first relationship, and at the start of my relationship with Jess, I was so emotionally closed off. I just thought, that's who I am. I don't open up. I hold everything in. I don't want to talk about emotions. I don't want to go deep. Just let me be. I had no idea why I was this way, and I just had assumptions. I had the, the assumption that this is, this is who I am. You know, I don't want to go deep. It's, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel well. And that resulted in very surface level connections, which, which is fine to a certain extent. And it, you can get by with that, but there's so much more juice and, and goodies when you can go deep and, and, and really go to those deeper levels of understanding one another. So you're, you're robbing yourself of that real special connection an intimate connection um, if you're only staying on the surface level. And I, I witnessed that firsthand. Two, frustrations. I would always be frustrated when people wouldn't see things my way. You know, with my the way I did work, with my ambition, how things should get done, I carried a set of beliefs of this is how it should be done. I don't want to hear your opinion. I believe that this is the way it's done. And I was unwilling to hear other people out. And I was so close-minded and just only believed what I knew to be true. 
and I can contest that that held me back so much, you know, and that that also led to those frustrations. I was frustrated that other people couldn't see it my way, and uh, and and yeah, it, it didn't it didn't feel good. Uh, number three, loneliness and not being heard. So not understanding why other people see things differently. So back in my single days, when I was single, um, I, I had the underlying thought that probably many people have. You know, will I ever find the right woman who understands me? But the the funny part about that is that, and the paradox is, at the time, I didn't even understand me. You know, <laughs> I had the lack of self awareness, and that that I I knew myself you know to, to me what what I wanted was uh, somebody who hit all the checklists you know somebody athletic somebody who liked doing activities blah 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 you know we all we all have those those checklists in our mind but I failed to have the deeper self-awareness of a understanding what is meaningful in my life and what I need for a meaningful relationship and B, the more important thing, I didn't even know who the heck I was. You know, I didn't take the time to to go deeper and and truly understand myself. And that did lead to a sense of loneliness and not being heard. Um, but yeah, I really needed to to dive deep and and understand myself before I could before I could not be lonely and, and not be heard. So number four, self-absorption. I was so selfish and self-absorbed. I wanted things just to please my ego, not knowing why. So again, lack of awareness. Um, but that lack of awareness is going to lead to lack of fulfillment because if I'm just doing things to please my ego and get hit that checklist and, and accomplish things, um, you know, you're just going to stay in that self-absorbed, selfish way. And I still battle with moments of being selfish in my relationship today. Like I am not perfect, but I have the awareness of what's going on. And I also have the awareness and understanding that that is not going to benefit me. That self-absorption, um, and that self, that selfishness is not going to help and being able to navigate the complexity, these complexities of human natures and understand that there's different sides to the story of having deep conversations with Jess, I, I realize when I'm in those moments of self-absorption, you know, I don't feel good. And, and witnessing that makes me want to improve that. Uh, number five, needing to be right. So that's being stuck in my perception based on the fear of not knowing. I'm scared not to be right at the end of the day. And this is something I still battle with. I, I, in arguments and stuff like that, I, feel I still get carried away trying to be right. But instead of trying to be right, I could understand and listen to the other person's story and Honestly, every time Jess and I are able to sit down in a calm manner with the intent and intention of hearing the other person out and completely hearing their side to the story, 
Once I can understand their perception, their belief, their thoughts, then all of a sudden it makes a lot more sense. I see where they're coming from. And when she hears my sides of the story, she hears where I'm coming from. And now we can navigate to a level uh, medium, medium uh, you know, result. We can, we can figure something out that's in the, the midpoint that works for both of us. But when we're unable to go there and sift through all this complexity of human nature, of her perceptions and her beliefs and entangled with my beliefs, my perception, my thoughts, you know, those... We're all different individuals. We've all experienced different things in our life. We've all experienced different circumstances. And we've pulled, you know, our view of the world from all of that. And they're always, almost always going to be really different from other people's. And until we can communicate through that and understand and take the time to listen, you know, we're, we're going to be stuck in needing to be right because that's the only viewpoint we see. We only see it this way. How can you not understand this? You know, this is how it is. Well, that's how it is for you. That's how it is because of your events, your perceptions, your circumstances that you've experienced and how you pull and view your reality. But there's another reality that your partner or coworker or whoever may be is seeing. And until you could sift through all that complexity and really understand them, well, now you can come to a level playing field because you know what's going on in their viewpoint. Uh, number six, I was regularly having unfair expectations. So again, I had assumptions and predictions of what should happen based on what I believe. You know, I, you had a day off today. Well, you should do this, this, and this, and this. <laughs> you know, this is an example. Um, but I don't, that's an unfair expectation. I, that's only my expectation and my assumption based on what I think the other person might be doing. But in reality, I don't know what's going on in, in their mind. I don't know what's going on in their day. How can I be putting that unfair expectation on them without even knowing their side of the story? So I'd, I'd catch myself falling into these, having these unfair expectations. And none of this served my relationships. I can tell you that right now. And it's still something that I'm not perfect at. But it's something I have the awareness on. <clears throat> and I'm very aware that it doesn't serve me when I act in these six manners. So how do we simplify this human nature? And how do we improve on all this? Well, first, it starts with self-understanding. Discovery of our past, our upbringing, and our upbringing, and our past circumstances, usually ones that have had an impact on our memory. So big events, have more lasting impact and you know when there was maybe a traumatic experience uh we we that tends to latch on to our memory um more solidly and we can relate this begin to relate this to our triggers so when we get set off by our partners or when we get upset easily or when we get grumpy you know look for the patterns what's happening here and try to relate that back to instances that happened in the past so for me, a trigger for me is I never used to want to open up emotionally. And anytime someone would have a conversation of, oh, how are you feeling or how was your day? And I didn't want to open up emotionally, a trigger would set me off and I would just, that trigger would result in me being closed off and showing up grumpy. So that was a trigger that I had to 
understand what was happening here. Okay, why is this a trigger? Why every time somebody asks me, you know, how my day was or, or wants to talk about something involving emotions, why do I immediately shut like shut down? That trigger just hits me and overtakes my body and makes me react a certain way without me even processing it. What's going on here? And I had to tie this back and look back. Okay, well, I you know, I don't like being I don't like opening up emotionally. Okay, why don't I like opening up emotionally? Well, I grew up in a house where my father wasn't open. You know, he was completely closed off. He never showed emotions. I I gained and gathered the belief of being a man. You you hold in your emotions. You know, don't talk about what's going on. And and okay, this is starting to make sense. You know, you sift through the past, and and you understand what's going on. We have to have that self understanding to even give ourselves a chance to be able to articulate our, to ourselves and our loved, loved ones of what's going on. So yeah, we need to understand as well as understanding who we are at a deeper level. So understanding our past, understanding why we might be acting this way based on our past experiences, circumstances, upbringing, all of that. And knowing what our values, beliefs, desired states, and why we have these desired states and what we can't live without. We need to understand all of this for ourselves first. We can't we need to take some time to analyze this. And these should all be self-formulated, not necessarily what we've inherited from our upbringing. So to be able to make a relationship, partnership or any, you know, any time there's communication, we need to understand why we're experiencing things. What's important in our life? What are our values? What are our beliefs? What are how? What are the ways we want to feel and why? What do we want in life? And if we don't take the time to understand this ourselves and really go deep and have the ability to self-analyze and have that self-awareness, we don't stand a chance at having a healthy, communicative relationship that goes to those depths and this is an ongoing evolving developing step but this is an absolute necessary step in order to be successful at the second portion of, of the, the the puzzle here which the second step is communication and collaboration so collaboration with proper articulation. So you need to be able to articulate how you feel, what's going on, why things are important. And, you know, this was something that scared the crap out of me, uh, getting into my relationship with Jess. And she was very um, firm that communication and full vulnerability of everything that's going on in our lives must be put out onto the table, out in midair, always discussed. And that was an overwhelming demand for me at the start of our relationship. It was extremely uncomfortable. It was literally the last thing, especially for my ego, <laughs> my ego wanted to do. I was like I mentioned, closed off. I didn't want to talk about emotions. I didn't want to let somebody into everything into my life. You know, that's scary. That's stuff I've held on my whole life. I don't want to let somebody into that. And those were my initial thoughts. But I am extremely thankful and grateful that she pushed me to improve on that and continues 
we're we've been together for six years and she relentlessly continues to challenge me in that regard and no matter how uncomfortable and no matter how difficult at times it is i truly believe that it is necessary to thrive in a relationship because there's that communication we are navigating through the mucky waters of the complexity of human nature and without that communication, we're going to be filled with the assumptions, predictions, perceptions, beliefs, awareness, and thoughts only towards ourselves. We're not going to allow the other person to understand all of those things. But we need to let the other half or the partnership, the other person, in and understand that or else it gets complicated and it gets dangerous and now all of a sudden you don't understand the other person's perception, their beliefs, their thoughts. And that's where it can get dangerous. So with the proper collaboration and communication, being able to articulate these things, it will shift all of those six undesirable results that we talked about. So the surface level connections will turn into deep, meaningful connections. Knowing each other's foundation. We talked about foundation in a couple couple episodes. You know, the foundation of our life is our, our values, our beliefs, what we want, what we must have in life, what is important to us, what makes us tick, what is our foundation. So it enables us to fully understand and know the other person's foundation. Now, they don't need to be identical to make a relationship or partnership work, but we must fully understand the other person's foundation because if you don't, that's just going to lead to arguments, you know, and, and it's going to be arguments that manifest potentially in ways that, that you don't recognize. But it all starts with that communication. So the frustrations will turn into curiosity. I wonder why they see it that way. And I wonder if there's benefit to it. So instead of feeling frustrated that no one understands you and you're not being, you know, no one understands your viewpoint, shift the paradigm and get curious. And this really, really has helped me. I wonder why they see it that way. You know, I've been wrong, you know, and taking ownership. I've been wrong a few times now, you know, opening that mindset to a open mindset instead of a fixed mindset. I wonder what I could learn here. I wonder why they see it that way. I wonder if there's benefit to it. And that has really helped me to become less frustrated of, well, why can't they see it my way? Uh, the third undesirable result was loneliness and not being heard. And that can turn into now, if we're willing to go there and willing to communicate, that gives you the platform to articulate your perceptions, your feelings, and your actions. Sure, it might be uncomfortable, but now you have that platform to be heard. Create a safe environment where it's okay to go deep and have these conversations, and now you have that platform. You don't need to be lonely anymore, and you can be heard. The fourth one was self-absorption. Now that can turn into teamwork, you know, especially in partnerships and and relationships it's about a team now it's time to remove that self-absorbed selfish way of living there's a partnership there's a collaboration here it turns into teamwork the fifth one was 
competition and needing to be right or win. And I've come to realize, and I'm still working on this, but I, I, I have a true understanding that the real victory is when each other is the other person is fully understood. You can't, and I believe this is the way I look at it. It's a spin. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true for everyone, but the way I look at it is you can't be understood until you can understand. So that helps me to listen more because I'm saying, you know, if I'm unwilling to listen, well, that means that's what I'm putting out to the other person. So they're going to be unwilling to listen to me. So for me to be heard, I need to listen to them. I need to open my ears for them to hear me. And that's just a little way that I spin it. And it truly does help me. And I'm trying to spin that needing to be right or winning is, you know, the real victory is when we're both heard. And now we're both winning. Um, number six was unfair expectations. And having this communication, having the understanding of the other person's perceptions, beliefs, feelings, thoughts, um, turns into, instead of having expectation, it turns into something that is fair and reasonable, knowing both sides. You know, I, I'm not holding those unfair expectations because now I know what's in their mind. I know what they're going through. I know what their past experiences make them feel like. I know what their beliefs are. I know what their perceptions are. I know how they view the world. And now I can formulate a fair expectation and vice versa. So in order to accomplish any of this and, and go to these depths, we need to have courage and vulnerability. And I really needed to change the paradigm. And the old paradigm of men and women are kind of men, especially in the past, are more common to be a lot more reserved, hold in emotions, be stoic, avoid sensitive topics and areas. And women in the past, the, the paradigm is definitely changing, you know, but they had difficulty speaking up, holding their ground, being that powerful person in, the, in a relationship. But both sides need to have the courage and vulnerability. And I can speak to the man's side because I was someone who held in my emotions. I was very stoic. I avoided sensitive topics. But going there and being vulnerable and letting that out and putting the walls down, even if it's just to your important person, you know, that takes some damn courage and vulnerability. And we can't have courage without vulnerability, as Brene Brown says. But once you're able to go there, that's when this complexity becomes a lot more simple and and less and, and a lot more clear. And and that gets that gets those walls get broken down with the proper communication, but only deep communication of going there and being vulnerable. So let's do our best to simplify human nature. Let's get through the mucky territories of complexity because we all have our own assumptions, predictions, perceptions, beliefs, awareness, thoughts. But we can be heard and we can understand the other person when we use the proper communication. So take and do your part today to go there, to be vulnerable, to have the courage and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. Take care.